Today we're completing our study in the series of basic Baptist beliefs. We began with the freedom of the church and the state to be free of each other. We talked about the freedom of scripture to speak for itself, and we talked about the freedom of the church to govern itself. And today we're examining the freedom of the individual, the priesthood of all believers. We are all free in Christ. And here's the extent of your freedom, as far as you can see. And here is also the extent of your freedom, the end of your nose. Our freedom and our boundaries know no limits in Christ. We are all bound together by this mystical chain of solidarity in Christ Jesus as our Lord. Jesus is our leader in all things, in all decisions, in all behaviors. And yet, we are all free as individuals to do as we please, to do as we jolly well please, if you will. We do not have to do certain things or abstain from other things in order to please God. All we have to do to please God is to trust in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior that by grace, through faith, we know that God is our God. This is the bedrock principle of our faith. We are free to do whatever we will as long as we claim Jesus as Lord and Savior. The concept of soul competency, however, is more than a single doctrine, writes Leon Macbeth. He says this concept undergirds all of the other doctrines of our faith. Christians who do not have a series of do's and don'ts to comply with in the Christian life are likely to think that this liberty gives them a license to sin freely. Not so. Because the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So sinning freely is not really in our in our sweet spot, if you will, in the Christian life. As part of his body and a member of the household of God, God is holy and God's children should be holy as well. Bill Pinson writes, so what does this freedom really mean? Basically, he says, it means that we hold the God-given freedom 
and the ability to know and to respond to God's will. God gives us the ability to make good choices. We are not puppets nor robots. We are free in Christ to serve others in love. We are free in Christ to serve others in love. And Paul would say to the church at Corinth and, and to anyone else who would listen, our freedom ends where the end of our nose begins. Which is a which is a hard concept for many of us. I am free to do as I jolly well please, but my calling as a Christian is to serve others in love. And, and where love abounds, everything else is put away. Paul repeats to the Christians at Corinth this great, principle of Christian liberty. It's, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful freedom that he gives to them. We are allowed to do anything. That is true, but not everything is good for us. We are allowed to do anything, but not Everything is helpful for us. No one should be looking out for his own interests, but for the interests of others. So I am free to sin. I am free to love. I am free to wear a mask or not. I am free to grow a beard. But, the application of that freedom must take into effect two things. One, the effect that it has on ourselves. And two, the influence on the church gathered in this place and the church beyond us. So I am free to grow this beard. And I've had fun with it, and you've had fun with it. And for the most part, no one has objected. And, and the effect of this beard is minimal on me or on you. However, if I wanted to kill someone, and I'm free to do that, the effect on me and the effect on the body of Christ would be detrimental. And the question that plagued the Corinthian church and that has plagued us for centuries, are we believers in Christ or are we not? In Corinth, it was hard to keep up any relationship other than the relationship of that tiny, tight-knit group of Christians without falling into criticism of being idolatrous. If you hang around sinners, you must be a sinner. Jesus had that. And and we have that. 
I'm free to hang around sinners. You are free to judge me. Neither of those may be beneficial to the body. In this particular case, it was eating meat that had been sacrificed, and there were certain rules around what meat you could eat and what not. To eat or not to eat, to have unchristian friends or not, to be a witness to those without Christ or to live within a tight-knit group and celebrate Christ. And here's the problem. There were Corinthian Christians who asked questions and prided themselves on their strictness and their rigidity. They were negative, judgmental, and hurtful. And they claimed that they were free in Christ to do so. And you are free in Christ to do so as well. All things are allowed, but not all things are beneficial. You are free to judge me and, and to judge anyone else. You are free to act in any way you please. You are free to complain. You are free to seek your own way. And you are free to reap the consequences of your actions. Negative behavior, negative thinking, hurts you as an individual. Negative thinking hurts your mind and body. Negative behavior hurts the body of Christ. Negative behavior hurts your family relationships. So you are free to be negative. You are free to be judgmental. You are free to act as you jolly well please. But I would caution you that to do so hurts you and hurts the body of Christ. Frank Stagg says that the gospel would make more of a way in the world if those of us who are advocates for the gospel would copy the sweet reasonableness of Paul. I have never heard Paul referred to with sweet reasonableness. Only Frank Stagg could do that. But here's the key. Paul says he learned that from Jesus. The gospel is best expressed in the freedom of Jesus. All things are permissible, and all things are not beneficial. As free individuals, we choose to set aside our freedoms for the good of the body of Christ.
So the next time you think about complaining, the next time you think about being a critic, the next time you think about sharing a little gossip, before you do that, think of the toll that that negativity takes on your heart. Think of the toll that that hurtfulness takes on our church. Think of the toll that it takes on our witness to the world. Claim the freedom of Christ that is free to love and serve others for the kingdom's sake and not your own. Let's pray together. God, forgive us when we forget that freedom has consequences. Forgive us when we claim freedom of our faith as a license to sin. Help us instead, God, to claim the freedom of Jesus, a freedom that loved everyone freely, the freedom that set our feet on the right path, the freedom that has led to this great movement continuing in the world. Give us the freedom, God, to bring your kingdom to earth as it already is in heaven. For we pray all this in Jesus' name.